Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Oh, we give you glory. Lift up those hands, just begin to bless the Lord. Just begin to bless the Lord. His presence is here already. His presence is here already. Rondo Shalamandi, Kaloe, Rede Shobraniga, Mando Brianda Lavi, Keshendelebe. Are you ready? Are you ready? Somebody, are you ready for the Lord? Mando Riadaba Shande, Riago Menene, Ilobobo Shantilibiete, Mandelebelebelebelebelebe, Iabadelobobobosha, Imandelebelebelebelebe, Mandelebelebelebelebe, Rabababababa. Come on, speak in the spirit. Come on, speak in the spirit. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. We are spiritual people. We are spiritual people. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. Everybody pray the Holy Ghost. Everybody pray the Holy Ghost. Everybody pray the Holy Ghost. Kadosh I am not ashamed of the gospel, for therein lies the power of God unto salvation of what many have believed. I am not ashamed of the gospel. The power of God is in the gospel. Speaking in tongues is part of the gospel. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. We are here to encounter the Spirit. We are here to encounter the Lord. I am over the ocean, the level of 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 the level
iman dele bele 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 iman dele bele 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 iman dele bele 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 kaya kaya başan dele bele bele iyo lo ba 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 ba
Um, Papa called me and then prayed with me. And after everything, I was okay. And I haven't experienced the pain since then. I'm fine. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to God and thank you to Papa for this miracle. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Lord. I said somebody celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know, but the Lord just asked me to call her to share her testimony. You know, maybe you are here and there's been a situation where it looks as though it is impossible or it looks as though there's no solution to it. The Lord wants you to understand that if you can connect by faith, that will be the end. Look, God doesn't want us to have perpetual problems. So you have a sickness and every day, every day, every day you are going through it and then you are, and then my, now it becomes possessed. You call it my sickness. My sickness. My sickness. Hey, Sharon, how are you feeling today? Ah, uh, better. What is better? What is the meaning of better? Come, come, come and tell us. Uh, uh, what, are the, what is the meaning of better? Mm. Glory to Jesus. Yeah? Well, where, where were you before? Now you are better. Better is a, a comparative word. And I, yes, I went to a good school, so I understand a few things. Okay, Amen. praise the Lord. Uh, yes, I haven't been feeling well for some time now, and I've been trying, and uh, let's say I've been trying so that people wouldn't see, unless those who really know me. I didn't even know how to explain what was really going on with me. So, yesterday, Papa and uh, some of the leaders prayed with me. And I didn't know, should I say that I see myself not, I wasn't really myself. Like, I knew there was something going on. Like, I was, I was uh, a skeleton of myself. I, I felt like I was going. And this has been going on for months. The more I pray about it, the more it became severe. So I didn't know what to do, and I was funny enough. I was keeping it to myself. But so after what, the what prayer, were some of the symptoms? <laughs> I get severe stomach ache. As the pain goes higher, I keep throwing up. I can be throwing up even as well. It was so bad, and <laughs> I'm always busy, always weak. Nothing was working. I don't know how to explain it. That's the basic explanation I can give. That's the basic explanation I can give. Like, it was bad for weeks. Sometimes I was even sent home from work and all that. Even all this, I didn't tell Papa about it. But from yesterday to now, I feel better. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm becoming part of like my old self. Let me put it like that. My old self. Now I am okay. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Listen, I want you to have a great expectation for this faith convention. I want your expectation to be high. Amen and amen. I want to lift up your expectation to the highest level. And when you are inviting anybody, know that this is a real, these are living testimonies. Are we together? These are real testimonies. Yesterday, uh, during the morning service, as I was ministering, I was sharing the word, I looked at it and I saw the picture of death. I saw the picture of death. I said, there is no death in this house. Amen and amen. Yeah, literally in the realm of the spirit, I saw that she was dead. I saw her grief. Amen and amen. It was only left with the mouth that are not yet drunk in the 
in the, in the vision. Praise God. But thank God we didn't get there. Amen and amen. Because the malt there is very serious. When you drink it, it won't come back again. Oh. Hallelujah. So we're having a leaders meeting after service. As soon as we finish praying, the Lord said, I let them come and let, uh, let everybody surround them and pray for it. This is going to be the end of that condition. Glory to Jesus Christ. Ah, so she came forward. We surrounded her. We prayed with her. And the Lord led us to make some prayers of faith and declarations. And that is the victory that we see. That is the victory that we see. Whatever you are going through tonight, may you experience a victory. Whatever has been happening in your life tonight, may God give you the victory. Tonight is a night of victory for you. I said, tonight is a night of victory for you. Somebody shout, it is my night of victory. Shout, it's my night of victory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. First Samuel chapter number 3, verse number 19 to verse 21. So Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. Your prophecy will not fall to the ground. Amen. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. Tonight and for the rest of this uh, meeting, there are three dimensions of uh, operations that the Spirit of God is going to use me in. Number one is going to be the apostolic. Number two is going to be the prophetic. And number three is going to be the teaching ministry. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So get ready for anything and everything. I said get ready for anything and everything. A situation is about to change in your life. Verse 21. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. Tonight and within this week, may the Lord appear to you. For he revealed himself to someone in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Say, my father, my father, before the end of faith convention, reveal yourself to me by your word. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. One minute, pray now. One minute, pray now. Help us to get up. Everybody, Rabbi, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Reveal yourself to me. Tell the Holy Ghost, reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. I want to see you. And the Lord appeared again. And the Lord appeared again. Lord appeared to me. By your word. Reveal yourself to me. Put your name over there. Don't use someone. Put your name over there. And the Lord revealed himself to Ebenezer. Oh, in Shiloh. In faith convention. By the word of the Lord. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Rando Bashan Talababaya. Elohim Adonai I speak in tongues in the Holy Ghost my spirit cries Elohim Adonai I speak in tongues in the Holy Ghost my spirit cries Elohim 
Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight I declare my heart is open, my mind is ready to receive with humility the word of God. Say, by God's word, I'll be transformed, I'll be empowered, I'll be changed in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, before I leave faith convention, I'll be turned into another man in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Shout a big amen. Precious Holy Spirit, I am submitted unto you. Fulfill your word that you have spoken in privacy, in public. Let your glory fill this atmosphere. Let every demonic oppression be arrested. Let your word come with power and with understanding. Let your children be lifted into the pedestals of glory. Let everyone be transformed through the efficacy of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Everybody shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Oh, this faith convention, I want everybody to just put yourself in order, get yourself ready, because God is going to work a work in our midst. Glory to Jesus Christ. You know, the aim of faith convention this year in the spirit is not just to give miracles to the children of God, but to produce transformed lives. Is to produce an impact in your life so that by the time we are done with this convention, there will be a real change in your life. And that change will manifest in every area of your life. The Bible tells us that he has made us more than conquerors. God in his vision for the church and for us as people was not for us to be victims. God doesn't want you to, uh, in every program, you come, you are praying, and you are trusting God for deliverance from the devil. Or you are trusting God for, to be lifted from a certain place of, uh, uh, of, of, uh, what should, uh, of averageness or being a victim, and now you are struggling for victory. No. God wants you to function in the victory. Every child of God has been given the victory. That's why the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors doesn't mean that we are going to conquer. It means that we have conquered and we are preaching from the more dimension. The more dimension. So he said that we are more than conquerors. He didn't say that he was going to make us conquerors. He said he has made us more than conquerors. More than conquerors. So why then is it that it seems as though many of the children of God, our lives have become lives of victims. And every time we are looking for deliverance here, we are looking for healing there, we are looking for intervention here, it becomes as though all of our Christianity becomes intervention Christianity. Every program then becomes focused on bringing deliverance. Every program then becomes uh, focused on bringing healing. Every program then becomes focused 
focus on lifting us out of the clutches of the devil. But that is not what it is supposed to be. When we gather together as children of God, it is not for deliverance from the works of the enemy, but to encounter our Father and to grow in fellowship and to advance in knowledge, understanding spiritual realities, understanding the kingdom that we belong to, and advancing as kingdom citizens. It is the, the programs in Christian programs are not supposed to be programs where we come and everybody's expecting a prophecy. And why are they expecting a prophecy? Because there's a problem that they are going that is that they are going through. Something evil is going on in their life. So nobody really comes seeking the Lord. They are coming seeking their solution. And our programs now become more skewed towards ourselves than to God. But when we come to the presence of God, the Bible says the church is the foundation and the pillar of truth. So the gathering of the children of God should be in the seeking of truth, in the seeking of knowledge, to acquire a certain understanding of God so that we can function better as the people that God has made us to be. I don't know whether what I'm saying makes sense to anybody over here. It's, it's, it's becoming disturbing. It becomes and the one the main problem is because of lack of knowledge. The second problem is because of the lack of application of knowledge. The third problem is because many of God's children don't want to grow. We have maintained a state of spiritual babyhood. And so we are not advancing in our work with God. Our experience of God is almost the same constantly every time. For instance, look at our sisters that shared their testimony. The testimony is not the real thing that God wants to give you. The testimony is an access that God is giving you to himself so that you take advantage of that access to come closer to him and to know him and to know his ways and to function in his ways. When you function in the ways of God, Satan does not become a problem. Satan is a non-entity in the school of the spirit. Satan is a junior. Satan is Satan is a junior. The new creation is a, is a born of God, and we have been lifted to a position that is higher than the devil. We are in a position that is higher than the devil. We are in a place that is higher than the devil. The Bible and Satan shall be what? Shall be trampled, shall be bruised, shall be crushed under our feet shortly. So it means that Satan Christ, we are seated in that position. For lack of knowledge. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. And so because we don't know, because we have not yet understood, we walk on in darkness. To walk in darkness means to walk in the realm of the influence of Satan. The Bible says that we have been translated from the kingdom of what? Darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Now understand, when we talk about the principle of kingdoms, kingdom is not necessarily a geographical place. It can be the influence of a particular authority. So if you are in the kingdom of darkness, it may it not be that you are in hell, but the influence of darkness. The influence of the prince of this world, the influence of the authority, that laws of a darkness is what is controlling you. So you can be a Christian, but yet still you'll be functioning as somebody who is under the influence of darkness. Why? You are walking on in darkness. You are walking on in ignorance. He said, they know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. He said, the foundations of the earth are out of course, and they shall die like mere men. 
But God doesn't want you to die like a mere man. Because you are not a mere man. Every child of God, anybody that is called a child of God, you don't, we don't, we've not understood who we are yet. We've not understood who we are yet. We think that Christianity is a religion. But Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is an encounter of divinity. Christianity is a transformation from naturalness to a state of supernatural, supernatural state. It is a position that is high above. He that is from above is above all. This is the victory that overcomes the world. So whatsoever is born of God, what does it do? Overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God. Are you born of God? Are you born of God? That means that the world is small before you. Whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever is born of God. All you need to know, all you need to is to identify with who you are. That is what the devil doesn't want us. That it doesn't want. Identify with who you are. And that is what I'm going to trust God. That from now to the end of faith convention, God is going to empower somebody's faith. And that God is going to empower somebody's faith. In that place, you begin to understand that you have power over the devil. You have power over sickness. You have power over nature. You have power over governments and institutions of men. There's nothing that any man can do to you that can prevail. He said, he has said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that I may boldly say, the Lord is with my helper. I will not fear what men will do. So Christianity is more about intervention. No, it's about moving from glory to glory. From victory to victory. Increasing in the knowledge of God, number one. And increasing in the knowledge of who we are. Increasing in the knowledge of Christ. Increasing the knowledge of the kingdom that we are part of. You see, when you come to church like this, everybody should come with a book to write something. Why? Because you have come to learn about the kingdom you belong to. It is not just coming for an encounter that you have. You feel, oh, I have chills. Hey, the heat's over me. Hey, I started shaking. No, that is not the real purpose of our gatherings. That is a way of establishing us. But the purpose of our gatherings is to grow in knowledge and to grow in grace and to grow in faith. Because when we grow in these three dimensions, we become powerful on this earth. We become powerful on this earth. You know, as I was just about to leave my office, the Lord had me sit down and he began to speak to me again. And he said that, look, in this convention, in these end times, God is bringing an end to fake Christianity. Listen very carefully. Fake Christianity. Fake Christianity is religious Christianity. It has a form of godliness but lacks power. There is real Christianity. Anybody who encounters real Christianity comes out bold, comes out strong. Dominion comes into the hands of that person. No, any Christianity where you are always fearful, afraid of the devil, afraid of a certain witch, afraid of a certain dream, afraid of a certain situation, you are always discouraged, you are always depressed. No, that is not real Christianity. The righteous are as bold as a lion. That is how righteous people are supposed to live. There's no indication in the scriptures where righteousness is associated with weakness, poverty, associated with uh, oppression and victimization. No. Every time the Bible talks about the righteous, they have testimonies that follow them. 
They have testimonies that follow them. They have healing. They have deliverance. They have prosperity. They have increase in grace. And that is what Christianity is all about. Our journey in righteousness. Our journey in righteousness. Our journey in righteousness. And the beginning of all of these things is faith. The beginning of all of these things is faith. The foundation to this understanding of Christianity is to understand faith and how it operates. Faith and how it operates. Without that, we will never have the dominion mandates. We will become victims. And the devil will continue prevailing over our lives. And every day we come to church, we are looking for healing. We are looking for intervention. We are looking for deliverance. We are looking for miracle marriage. We are looking for every other thing. But when you study faith, you realize that we have, everything has been made available. The Bible says, all things are what? yours. Say, all things are mine. Come on, open your mouth and speak. Say, all things are mine. All things are mine. So, you, how many of us want to be victorious Christians? You want to be a victorious Christian? Is there somebody probably is just waiting for me to finish so that we can time to prayer? You go around, how many of you have gone for evangelism and then you share with them, oh, yeah, we treat the word. It's okay. Yeah, this is okay. Uh, Pastor is having some, it's okay. Hey, but how many people like the Bible? What's the name of the Bible? How many of you realize that many people like the Bible? But this could be the life is not changing. Why does she? Why do they like Empire Because they have relegated Christianity to interventionalism. Intervention Christianity. They are not really seeking to know God. They are seeking to get something from God. What can God give them? What miracle can God give them? What is the next thing that God can do for them? And so, they are not seeking God. But they don't know that if you seek first the kingdom and its righteousness, all other things shall be given to you. That's what are they doing? They are seeking the things and they are missing the kingdom and its righteousness. And they are not getting the things too. So the greater work with God is to seek God. It's to seek to know God. It's to seek to understand the kingdom. And it's to seek to know how to walk in righteousness. Now, when I say walking in righteousness, it is not about, I don't mean walking in, oh, I, I don't fornicate, I don't lie, I don't commit this sin, or I don't do all those things that we are talking about. No, that is walking in uprightness. But walking in righteousness is walking in the rightness of God. Being at the right place at the right time. Walking in faith. Walking in the reality of what God has made available. Walking in the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. We've not yet understood that scripture very well. Can I ask you a question? The life that you are living right now, are you living by the word of God? Are you living by a word that has come out of the mouth of God? Ask yourself this question. If you can answer affirmatively, you are walking in righteousness. If not, you are walking according to bread. You are walking according to bread. How do I know this? The Bible tells us that after Jesus had committed the miracle of multiplying bread and fish to feed 5,000, the Bible said they started chasing him everywhere. They said, ah, let us make this man the president of our country. Let us make him the president of our country. Because when he becomes the president, we don't have to go to work. Every day is the banner. 
Every day, enama. Every day, panua. Ah, abodo, abodo, hey. What about the Jesus? Pam 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 Come on, if you are having a president who every day you have fresh bread and fresh fish and fresh food. Master. Don't do like they were bad people eat you are part of them. Please edit that button. <laughs> Are you understanding me? So they were looking for somebody who provide bread. Jesus said unto them, he said, You seek me not because of the miracles, but because of the food that I give to you. You seek me not because of the miracles, but because of the bread that you ate, the bread and the fish that was multiplied. It was there that they began to understand that Jesus was saying that there is a walk with God that is higher than the interventions, higher than the bread, a walk with God. And so they asked, what might we do that we might work the works of God? What might we do that we might work the works of God? So there are works of God. There are things that God is involved in on this earth. And he wants us to be part of the things that he's working on on this earth. I know I'm losing some people, but I pray that one or two people under the sound of my voice will hear the sound of the Spirit. What might we do? As I made them aware that, ah, look, you are chasing me. Not because you see me as a miracle worker. Not because you are looking for God. Not because you are looking to know more about God. Or you want to get closer to God in fellowship. It's because of the bread that I give you. It's because of the fish that I give you. It's because of your belly, your stomach. And many Christians have become stomach-directing Christians. They are not looking for God. That is why they are not growing their Christianity. That's why they are not growing in their service of God. That's why when somebody offends them, they forget about the prophecy that God gave them, that he was going to use them in his house. And they decide that they are rising up and they are leaving the church. That is why when something goes on in their life, they suddenly look loose faith and they say that as for Christianity, I will not go to church anymore. That is why when the church is involved in something, they don't get into involved in that thing. That is why when we are going for soul winning. They've not understood what soul winning is about. And so they will not partake in it. That is why when even we are given, they may have, but they may decide that I want the money that I want you to buy a cloth for myself, or to pay something a debt that I'm I'm owing, or to get food for myself, it's more important than partaking in a kingdom agenda. Because they are more conscious I keep saying they because I don't believe you are part. They are more conscious of what they can get from God. They are more conscious of what they can get from God. But if you can seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. All these things that you are looking for, they will start chasing you. They will start chasing you. He said, this is the work of God. I'm coming. I'm so, I'm, we, are, we are in faith convention. He said, this is the work of God. That you might believe in the one whom 
he ascends. So the work of God is in believing. It's in faith. The righteousness of God. If you are going to work the works of God, if you are going to touch the world with the power of God, we must understand what faith is. We must understand what faith is. Is that this is eternal life. That they may believe in you, the true God, and in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. It is in faith, the foundation of having a functional work with God, having a functional Christianity, is faith. It's faith. It's faith. You must understand this. Look, the Bible tells us that a believer's life must be by faith. It is inarguable. It is without question. It is firmly established. I want you to take note of a few scriptures right now that I'm going to share with you. Number one. Habakkuk chapter number two, the verse number four. The Bible says that, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just means the righteous. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall not live by other things. He shall live by his faith. If you are one of those who are just, the Bible is saying the way of your life is supposed to be by your faith. Meaning everyone has their faith as they are navigating to. If you are not functioning in your faith, you are lost in life. They just are by faith. First scripture. Second scripture. Habakkuk, uh, Romans chapter 1, the verse number 17. The Bible says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For as it is written, they just shall live by faith. Again, that scripture in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 is quoted in Romans chapter 1, the verse number 17. Emphasizing the practicality of how the just, the righteous are supposed to live. Again, the apostle mentions, mentions it again in Galatians chapter number 3, the verse number 11. He said, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God is evidence. He said, for the just shall live by faith. No man is declared righteous. By the law. He said it is a reality. It is evidence that no man is justified by the law in the sight of the Father. No one can have a right standing before God by the law. So what is going to give us a good position with God? The just shall live by faith. Your faith, meaning our life must be by faith. Hebrews chapter number 10, verse 38 to 39. Note these scriptures, write them all down. But the just shall live by faith. Again. The just shall live by faith. If anyone draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. He said that we are not of the stock that draw back. He said we are not those who draw back unto perdition. We are not those who draw back unto destruction. The verse number 39. We are those who believe unto the saving of the soul. We don't draw back into destruction. The word perdition means destruction. It means to be destroyed. He said, the just shall live by faith. Meaning, if you don't live by faith, you'll be destroyed. Listen, I'm just giving you scriptures to emphasize that every Christian is supposed to live by faith. Marisha, we are supposed to live what? By faith. So if you are supposed to live by faith, ah, let's say... Uh, you work at Somania. And so for you to get to Somania, you need to drive a car. So we consider you get to Somania by 
driving a car. The only way you can get to Somalia is by what? Driving a car. So, if you really want to get to Somalia, what do you need to learn? How to drive a car. How to drive a car. They just live by faith. So if they just want to live, what should they do? They have to learn how to use their faith. Look, all of your success in life is over here. All of your victory in life is over here. It's in faith. It's in faith. It's in faith. If we don't want to be destroyed, we must learn about faith. Let me give you another scripture. Hebrews chapter number 11, the verse number 6. Look at this. The Bible says, but without faith, it is what? Impossible to what? Please God. How many of us want to please God? How many of us want to please God? You want to please God? He says that without faith, you cannot please God. It is not difficult. It is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must say, believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That diligently seek him. You realize that seeking him has come over here again. And he does not reward those who are seeking for a, a miracle. He rewards those who would seek him. You see, all that, all that I'm saying is coming together. Is he seeking God is faith. And faith is seeking God. Seeking to know God more. Seeking to know God more. How do you seek to know God more? It means that seeking his word more. Seeking his word more. Glory to Jesus. Without faith it's impossible. Without faith it's impossible. So we need to understand what faith is. I'm just establishing a foundation over here. I'm just laying some bedrock. Because you, a Christianity is a non-starter without faith. Without faith, if you don't have faith and you don't know how to function by faith, all that you are doing in Christ is useless. All that you are doing, all your exertions are useless. Everything must be principles and foundation on faith. Everything must have a source in faith. Faith is everything to the believer. Faith is everything to the believer. Oh, people love to pray. People love to do a, a lot of things. But listen, if none of them are proceeding out of faith, it is of none effect. It is of none effect. It is of none effect. Hebrews 6, 12. Look at those that the Bible tells us to emulate. Look at those that the Bible tells us to imitate. Hebrews 6, 12. 12. The Bible tells us that we should what? Be emulators. We should imitators of those who through faith. And patience inherited the promises. These are the ones that he says that we should imitate. Those who function by faith. Those who function by faith. So, everything rises and falls on faith as a child of God. Are you going to experience victories in life? Are you going to walk as a, as a victor? You must understand faith. Your victory over every circumstance is embedded in faith. Your victory in this life is embedded in faith. Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 1 and the verse number 2. I want to read from the message version. King James says that, uh, Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse number 2 says that, By it, the elders obtain a good report. Those that we are supposed to follow, those that we are supposed to be imitators, they obtain a good report. That meant that they got a good testimonial. Their testimony was according to faith. It was faith that gave them testimony. It was faith that gave them victories. So, if we are going to be imitators of those who through faith and patience they inherited the promise, 
inherited the prophecy, saw the manifestation of the word of God, it means that we must also function by faith. I want to read to you from the message version of that same scripture. It said, the fundamental fact of existence, look at that, the basic fact of existence is that, is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's a handle on what we can't see. Everything that makes life worth living, the foundation of it is faith. <laughs> is somebody getting something over here? And if your life is going to have value and weight, <laughs> look, the thing I'm saying simply like that, that is the foundation of a life of unusual testimonies. If in five years' time you want to look back and you see so many achievements in your life, and your life has value, and your life has wealth, and your life has testimonies, the foundation of it must be faith. It is when I discovered faith that I began to see achievement upon achievement in my life. When I look in, even in this, uh, uh, yesterday as I was praying, the Lord reminded me that by His grace, our ministry has, uh, has attained five years in uh, next month. Next month, in the month of April. We started uh, our coming church in April uh, five years ago. Glory to Jesus Christ. Five years. Five years. And within that five years, there, we've not had any politician as a member. We've not had any bourgeoisie or some powerful person as a member. But look at the things that by the grace of God we have done. We have sponsored pastors. We have bought equipment for churches in villages. We have done crusades. We have erected these structures. Even if you, the wealth of this place alone, everything over here is in the excess of about 300,000 Ghana cities plus. Are we, on, are, you, are we together? God has given us two buses. We have not just a genset, we have a plant. We have some nice lights, we have some ACs, we have some, we are not sitting on plastic chairs. We have a powerful uh, mixer, we have, we have stuff. We have, we have not even started, but we have a few things. How did we achieve them? Look, all of this is achievements. All of this is achievements. How did we get here? How did we get here? We will started having nothing. We will started not even knowing where we are going to be meeting. How did we get here? Look, he said that the foundation of everything that makes life worth living is this our faith. Is this our trust in God? Is this conviction that we have? He said it is our handle on things that we do not see. <laughs> there are things that cannot be seen with the optical eyes, but these are the things that control life. Faith gives you access into an, into an unseen reality. The reason why we get discouraged is because we don't have faith. It's because we are only looking at the visible. It's because we are only seeing the trouble that is in front of us. It's because we are only seeing the obstacle that is in front of us. But we are not seeing the intervention. We are not seeing the provision. We are not seeing what God has made available for that situation. Because that thing exists. Many of us cry because we're looking to our bank accounts. We have a few coins in there. And so we are looking at the things I want to achieve in life. And when we calculate, we realize what is in our bank account cannot achieve what we want to happen. But listen, there are resources available that are invisible. 
You do not yet see them, but they are there. What accesses those things? It is your faith. You want to get a car. Your pocket does not have that amount. Listen, you better forget about your pocket and go into the bank account, which is in the realm of the spirit. It that rich potential to bring into manifestation what naturally you cannot see. That is faith. That is faith. He said, it is our handle on things that we cannot see. The verse number two in the message translation is that the act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. It's what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd, set them above the people of their time. Are you hearing what the sound of the Spirit is? He's looking to raise people. You'll be the one who'll be different in your family. You'll be the one who'll be different in your classroom. You'll be the one who'll be different at your workplace. And the difference will not be that you are going down. The difference will be that you are set above. I say you are set above. I say you are set above. Above the crowd. That means, oh, are you understanding me? If you are set above, then it means that they don't look at you. They don't look down on you. They look up to you. I said they look up to you. I said they look up to you. One of these days, very shortly, you realize that your family will be looking up to you. You realize that the only person that they are looking for in the company to come back from the lead is you. You realize that when they are looking for an offer, they are looking to discuss certain things. They know you have something to offer. They know you have something to offer. Why? Because you are a man of faith. Your resources are not natural. It will give you a good testimony. It distinguishes this thing called faith. It can distinguish you. It can cause you to be the head and not the tail. It can cause you to be above and not beneath. It can cause you to be distinguished. Many of us, this is our problem. We have been emphasizing too much on the visible. We have been emphasizing too much on what we can see. All our hopes, all our expectations are based on natural realities. But listen to me. The glory, the greater glory is not the one that is seen. Oh, there are glories. The greater glory is not the one that is seen. The one that is seen is temporal. But that which is not seen is eternal. It's permanent. It's more glorious. He said, our light affliction presently worketh for us a more exceeding weight of glory. When we become fully manifested, they cannot look at us with their eyes. This fact of faith, it distinguishes them, set them above the crowd. So, I hope now everybody understands that you must live by faith. What do you think? Do you understand that we must live by faith? Is this something that we can all agree on? If we can agree on, then we can move on. If not, I have to prove it a bit more. Can we all agree that we must live by faith? So faith is important. Faith is fundamental. Faith is an essential component of the Christian's life. If you are going to become the vision of God, if you are going to achieve the thing that God has purposed for your life, you need faith. Do you know that it's only achievable by faith? The Bible says, believe, you believe in the Lord your God. Believe in the Lord your God and you be what? Established. Believe also in his prophets and you will prosper. So even the prophetic, it must meet faith. The Bible said, the promise of God, the word of God that was given to them, became of no effect 
not being what? Mixed with faith. Come on, can you understand, can you understand that? A word that proceeded from God. These are people that God spoke through from a, a, a mountain that was, that was covered with smoke and a mighty pillar of cloud. And the mountain was shaking. The mountain was shaking. And the voice of God came out of that mountain. These are people who received their prophets, uh, receiving its calling into the prophetic from a bush that was burning with fire. Look, these ones received direct words from God. All prophetic words, yet the words did not come to pass. Why? Not being mixed with faith. So prophecy is not everything. Prophecy is not everything. Faith is what makes prophecy valid. Without faith, prophecy is invalid. Are you understanding me? Now, Jesus said, Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you what? Have them. That also means Prayer without faith is also invalid. What validates prayer? Faith. So I, I hope you are getting me. That means that the number one thing on your list of achievements in life is to become a person of faith. Is to understand faith. Is to grow in faith. Is to know what faith means and how to achieve your greatest testimony by faith. Everything is foundation of faith. Without faith, my brother, my sister, you are gone. Faith sometimes sounds boring, but that's the real thing. That is the real thing. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord, teach me about faith. All right, the Lord says he has said to you, and so he will teach you about faith. Give a clap of friends to the Lord. Today I'm just laying some foundations. What then is faith? Today my subject is the wonders of faith. The wonders of faith. The wonders of faith. Listen, this is so crucial. I don't know that you spend hours fire, hours. And before you realize you are forty five years and you are still gallivanting home. You have not even bought a bicycle yet. You have not achieved anything. You've not had uh, built your house. Listen to me, all of us over here. Most of us over here, we are very young. So we need this message the most. Because faith is what costs you to achieve wonders. Faith is what costs you to make a difference in life. Faith is what costs you to stand out of the crowd and have a testimony. So you and I, we need to open our heart and hear this message more than anybody else. The by faith, they obtain a good testimony. They obtain a good report. They obtain a testimonial that you and I can refer to today. The life that you are living, how you are living, five years' time, will somebody be able to refer to your life and make and take a testimony out of it? Will somebody be able to hear your story and learn lessons of life, of how to make it, how to be a hero, how to be a great person? Look at how many of us have read about successful people before, whether on the internet or in a book, or anything. we've read about them. We've read about them. We've gone on YouTube. We've gone to watch their stories. Look, they have left testimonies. You are trying to find, you are trying to find the secrets of their lives. Faith will cost your life to be that way. Look, if you are parents and you are not a, a, a man or a woman of faith, you will lose your children in the future. You know why? You don't have anything that they can look up to. So they have to go and learn about life outside. 
just go and learn about how to become successful in life from other people because their parents was not successful in life. Could not achieve anything that the heavens can give account of. Then you just become a human shell. You are just a baby producer. I'm not a life giver. You are just a baby producer. I'm not a lesson giver. You are just a baby producer. But no testimony that your children can pick from. Haven't, haven't we heard the testimonies where people say, Oh, I thank God for a praying mother. Oh, I remember the days when there was nothing and my mom would pray. And then somewhere, somehow, somebody would come knocking at the door with provision. Now most of the people give testimonies like that. Don't you realize that they have entered into the ministry? Or they have become great people as well. Why? They had a lesson from their praying mothers. They had a lesson from their praying fathers. They had a lesson from praying grandmothers. People who exercise faith. And you see, people learn more by observation than by listening. They learn more. Listen, let me tell you something. The reason why most of you listen to me is because I have proof to show. Because I have proof to show. Are you understanding me? At least when we started, I gave you two live testimonies. Two live testimonies. So, even if you don't understand what I'm saying, at least you know that this man must know something. So, at least what he just saw. Nah. You need to have evidence in your life. And the evidence comes when you are a person of faith. The son of man shall return to the earth. Shall he find faith in the earth? Shall he find faith in the earth? May God find you with excess of faith. What then is faith? Faith is, I'm going to give you some very basic definitions that I've coined out of the scriptures. Faith is belief in the reality of the invisible. Belief, having a firm belief a belief, a belief is an accepted uh, fact to an individual. It's something that you have accepted as a, 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 a tradition of your mind and of your heart. We have certain beliefs. We have certain things that we have come to accept. And it has formed the foundation of our lives. So we live based on our beliefs. We act based on our beliefs. So a belief in the reality of the invisible. Faith sees that there is a world beyond what we see. Faith understands that there are resources beyond the natural. Faith believes that there are materials and substance beyond what we can see, what we can touch, what we can feel, what we can hear, what we can taste, or what we can smell. There are more resources in the realm of the spirit. The Bible says, Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 1, King James Version. The Bible says, faith is what? The substance of things hoped for. Meaning faith is in the pregnancy of hope. When you hope for something, is it physical? Can you see it? But then, it can. So, it's, hope is the incubator for faith. When hope has matured, the invisible hope has matured, it produces faith. There are many people who have hope, and their hope is not seeing reality. They, and why? Because they have mixed hope and faith. They think hope is faith, but hope is not faith. Hope will encourage you. Faith will give you a testimony. Hope will make you happy. Hope will help you keep holding on. Faith will give you a substance. It's a, it's a substance of things hopeful. 
evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things what? Not seen. Mean, oh, come on. It means that things that you cannot see can have an evidence. Things that you cannot see can have an evidence. So, for instance, when we say that you have faith for a car, it's not that you are going to get a car. It means that you have a car. It means that you have a car. Where is the evidence of it? Your faith. Where is the evidence of it? Your faith. Now, when you read Amplified Version, the Bible uses the word title deed. Faith is the title deed. It's a title deed. That's a legal word. It's usually used when we are talking about property. So when you go and get a, 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 a land, you go and buy a land. I believe some of you are put own lands over here. And when you get a land, let's say you go and get a land at Ashalaja. And that is very far from Tessano. And so you come and come and tell me that you have a land. I said, I don't believe you. I said, you said you have a land. You said you have a land. I said, give me evidence of it. Look, the evidence of it is not that you sending me to the land. Because when you get to the land, please, your name is not on the land. Is your name on the land. Have you ever gone to see anybody's land and they say that this land is for Mr. Dansu, Kweku, Papa. And it's on the land. They, when you enter, all the stones are Dansu, Kweku, Papa. No, you know, even, so when you get to the land, that alone is not even evidence that the land is for you. Because you could have come to show me another person's land. What is the evidence when you have the land title, the legal documents? That is the proof that you have a land. That is the evidence that you have a land. Faith is the legal evidence that you have something that you cannot see. It's the evidence of unseen reality. It's the evidence. How do we know we are born again? How do we know we are children of God? When you, some of you sat in public transport when you come to church. You sat by an unbeliever, probably. Did you look any different from that person? No, we were all looking like human beings. What is that thing that made us different? Our faith. Our faith is the evidence that even though we look like ordinary men, we are not ordinary men. We know. We know our faith. Our faith. So you are trusting God for a, a car. How do you, when you have prayed to God, when you have consulted from God, when you have taken counsel in the word, and you receive the evidence in your spirit that the car is yours, that is it. Your faith, that is it. It means that the car has come. It may not be there physically in front of you, but then that faith that you you have, it means that in the realm of the spirit, the car has been given to you. Now, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. That's why in Hebrews 6 verse 12, it says that we should be followers of those who through us faith and what? Patience. Patience is a function of time. It means that the faith has come. They have received the inheritance. They have received the promise. They have received the victory. They have received the testimony. But patience, waiting for the manifestation. You see, it almost sounds like believing or hoping. Hope looks like hope is in the future, but faith is in the now. No, faith does not say it will happen. Faith says it has happened. And it's just a matter of time. The manifestation will be seen. The manifestation will be seen. Look, time will, not, time will, time will fail me to explain. Let me, let me just go a little further. A little further. So, faith is a belief in the in reality of the invisible. Hebrews 11 verse 1, Amplified Version says that, Now faith is the assurance of the confirmation, the title deed of the thing we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. 
Look, I'm seeing money. There's somebody on this platform with me right now, and I'm seeing bundles of money. Money that has been stacked up to this level. That has been stacked to this level. It is not coming. It is here already. It is here already. When I just turned to the instrumentalist, I just saw stacks of money. I saw stacks of money. And the Lord said that that is it. The evidence of real facts. The evidence of real facts of what is not yet revealed to the senses. So, you have not seen it yet, but it is there. I said, you have not seen it yet, but it is there. And it's just a matter of time. What is in the realm of the spirit shall be translated into the physical. Somebody tap into this prophecy right now. I said, tap into this prophecy right now. I said, tap into this prophecy right now. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Who has had a vision or a dream and you saw money? He saw bundles of money. He saw money. Is there anybody here like that? Is there anybody here like that? You. Uh. Start again. Microphone, please. Mike, Hello. you are called yes. Mike, so Mike shouldn't suffer with you. Mike, microphone. Yes, me. Yeah, rhyming, yeah. Yeah, so as the administration, the word administration was going on, mm. as I was seated here, I just Something saw... is happening in this room right now, I'm telling you. Hey, shalanu, Be sensitive, oh. Be sensitive. I, saw, I just saw a stream, and the stream is, has been... has several streams divided into several tributaries, and they were flowing into the crowd, flowing into the congregation. Listen, and I see things being carried in the current of the waters. Things are being made available right now. What is it that you are looking for? There's a stream that is locating you. I said there's a stream that is locating you. Take your portion tonight. Tell us quickly. So, Papa, I saw as like a gold being melted. I, it, apparently, I was looking up, so I thought it was the, this the, um, golden, but I saw that it was being melted. Gold. gold melted. Being melted into a river. Mm. So, I was... I got, my eyes was just open, so I was asking myself, ah, what is this? Then I just came back to you. He came back to your senses. Listen, there's something that is flowing in this place. There's something that is flowing in this place. I told the Lord something. Is it, many people go for a lot of meetings, but you see, it's not about the shouting in the meetings, about the results that follow. It's about the results that follow. Look, this is my seventh faith for everyone who will receive the things that are being taught over here. Next year by this time, next year by this time, there will be a real difference in your life. There will be a real evidence in your life. There will be a real fruit of God in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The things that you used to struggle with, you will not struggle with them anymore. I say you will not struggle with them anymore. The things that were trouble with to you, they shall become testimonies. I said they shall become testimonies. The things that have taken away your glory, it shall be a story of transformation and change. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Listen. Anybody with any problem that is associated with either employment or unemployment, God is telling me right now that issue is being resolved. I said 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 that issue is being resolved. Receive that intervention right now. 
as I receive that intervention right now, as I receive that intervention right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I told you there's going to be a mission of teaching, prophesying, and apostolic ministrations. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Ah, Zakun Televredish. I just saw an angel of the Lord just descend into this place. And the angel's name was Testimony. The name of the angel, I had it in my right ear. The name was testimony. The name of the angel was testimony. God is about to give somebody oh an evidence of his power. God is about to show somebody a token of his goodness. And that token is going to manifest in a testimony. If that angel has been sent for you, shout yes over here. I say, if that angel has been sent because of you, shout yes in this place. I saw the angel descend from heaven and landed in the auditorium somewhere around this place. And uh, I, as soon as the angel landed, I heard the name of the angel. And the name, of the, uh, the name that I heard was testimony. Was testimony. Was testimony. Was testimony. Listen, God is going to call somebody to testify. I said, God is going to give somebody a testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Celebrate God with a clap offering right now. Faith perceives as a real fact what is not revealed to the senses. That means that even though your eyes, the senses is talking about your physical senses, the eyes, sense of sight, what you can see with your eyes, touch, that thousands, what you can feel with your hands, hearing, your ears, nose, your smelling, taste, your tongue. You cannot see them. You cannot hear it, you cannot taste it, but then you know it is there. You know it is there. Your faith is an up in the spirit. It's an up in your spirit. That certifies the reality and the presence of supplies from God, which are not evidence in the natural. The wonders of faith. This faith that you have is able to grasp the invisible. Is able to take hold of that which cannot be seen. Is able to perceive and to think the unthinkable. How can a man say that, ah, there's a Red Sea before us. Let us move forward. How can a man just lift up his hand and believe that, ah, the sea will pass? Is that thinkable? You don't, you cannot think of that. How can a man say, go and catch fish? There will be money in the mouth of the fish. It's unthinkable. But faith is able to think that way. I said faith is able to think that way. The Bible said, by faith, Joseph prophesied the departure of Israel out of Egypt. Even though at that time there was no evidence that the Israelites were going to leave Egypt. And even gave instructions on his bones. He said, don't bury me in this land. Don't bury me in this land. Because I see a time coming. Will not be in this land. What do you see in the next five years? I see a time coming. You will not be walking to church. I see a time coming. You will not be struggling for what to eat. I see a time coming. You will not be complaining about the things that you are complaining about. I see a time coming. Some of the seeds that you are sowing, you don't sow them anymore. You are sowing that God give me a breakthrough. But now you be sowing because you are giving glory to God. You are giving glory to God. You are giving glory to God. Can you see it? Faith 
is able to think the unthinkable. And you know what it does? Again, what he's able to do? He's able to receive the impossible. He's able to receive the impossible. He's able to take advantage and take hold of the impossible. Look, it is believing in the impossible and receiving the incredible, extraordinary, what is unbelievable. Look, the Lord is speaking to me right now. Some of us over here, before the end of the year, we are going to give testimony that when people listen to us, they will say, they don't believe us. They will say that this is not possible. They say this cannot be achieved. Why? Because faith is able to bring the impossible into the, into the realm of possibility. I see this becoming your story. I said, I see this becoming your story. I said, I see this becoming your story. You were the last person to start education. Yet to be the first person to be calling doctor in that family. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are the one that they least thought of. To be the one that will be, help, will be driving. But you be the first person to have a car in that home. You be the first person to be promoted in that company. Receive that grace upon your life. Faith is able to grasp the invisible. Think the unthinkable. And to receive the impossible. These are the wonders of faith. A wonder is something that produces amazement. A wonderment. Oh, you are like, how can this thing be? This thing does not make sense. This thing does not, it may not make sense, but it makes faith. It may not make sense, but it makes God. Look, faith is ability to contact that which natural men are not able to contact. Jesus confirmed that in Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Wow. The Bible says that Jesus said, if unto him, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. This was the story of a man who had brought his, his son who was uh, possessed by a demon to the disciples of Jesus. They prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing was happening. Jesus had just returned from the mountain of prayer. The Bible said, when the man saw Jesus, he ran and he worshipped him and said, Master, if you can do anything, help us. If you can save this, my son. The Bible tells us that this young man was possessed by a demon. Whenever he sees fire, the demon wants to put him into the fire. He sees water, the demon wants to drown him. And it had been going on for months. It was well, I, I, a spirit of epilepsy. And so this demon was operating in this child, trying to kill this child. The, the Bible said that when the man came to Jesus, Jesus said that it is not about if I can do anything. He said that if you, if you can believe, Irresponsible faith puts all the responsibility on God. So if God wants to do it, listen, when your faith says yes, God will not say no. When your faith says yes, God will not say no. What Jesus told the man was that, ah, all is, what is needed is if you can believe. Mark 9.23, he said, if thou canst believe all things, how many things? Everything that you can ever think about is part of the all. Everything that you can ever desire is part of the all. Everything that you can ever want is part of the all. Your needs are part of the all. Your wants are part of the all. Your aspirations are part of the all. All things are possible to him that can believe. Your healing is inside there. Your breakthrough is inside there. All things are possible to him that can believe. Jesus tells us faith produces wonders. It, is, it means that to the one who has faith, there's nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible. Somebody, you are going to build houses. You are going to build cities. You are going to build, you are going to have 
properties. You in your family, nobody has ever achieved that before. But if you can believe, if you can believe, if you can believe, it's by faith that I know that this church is a mega church. It's by faith that I know that very soon when we have meetings, we are going to have five hundred people seated. Oh, by faith we see it. By faith we see it. It's by faith that I know that out of this ministry, God is raising pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers. It's by faith that I see God raising millionaires and billionaires out of this congregation. It's by faith that I see God raising generational impactors, people that are going to touch their generation. It is by faith I see it right now. Victoria, I see it about you. You are going to touch your generation. You are going to touch your generation. Faith is able to see what does not exist. What do you see right now? Brothers and sisters, what do you see? If I say that I know you will not die before your time. If I say that I know accidents cannot kill you. If I say that I know disease cannot kill you. If I say that I know no demon can strike you dead. Once you are over here, I see your victory. I see your victory. I see your victory. And if I say that I know Tomorrow about this time, all your tears will turn to joy. And if I say that I see that there's a brighter tomorrow for you, there's a wonder about to happen, and your name is on it. I said your name is on it. I said your name is on it. Receive it right now. Matthew 21, 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which have been done to the victory, but also if you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. How can you move mountains? Jesus said that by faith. Now, naturally speaking, is it thinkable to move a mountain? Is it possible to move a mountain? But faith says that when you say to this mountain, be removed, shift your body, shift yourself. He says that the mountain will listen to you. Listen to me. If you have faith, things will listen to you. People will listen to you. Situations will listen to you. Look, faith is able to access what is naturally inaccessible. I see God giving you access right now. Hebrews 11, the verse number 7. The Bible speaks about Noah. Listen, let me just end with this message telling you a few people who experience wonderful things by faith. The wonders of faith. The things that faith was able to produce. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, the verse number 7. By faith, Noah being divinely one of things not yet seen. He moved with fear. He moved with godly fear. And he prepared an ark for the saving of his household. What's happening? For the saving of his household. By which he condemned the world. He condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith. I believe that we've all heard about the story of Noah. The man who all of a sudden one day just heard a voice that said, I am going to fill this earth with a flood. And there's going to be a mighty rain like never before that will fill every place. Every place, every place. Now, if you want to save yourself and you save your family, go and prepare an ark. Now, understand the mystery over here. As at that time, it had never rained on the earth before. Noah had never seen cloud before. Noah had never seen rain before. He had never seen a flood before. And as at that time, the earth was one complete mass. We, do, we didn't have uh, the, the continents like we have now. The Africa was connected to Europe. Europe was connected to Asia. Asia was connected to Australia. Australia was connected to the Antarctica. Antarctica and then the Arctic. Everything was one land mass. When you study about the world, you realize that the earth broke. And that's why we have the continents now. 
So, there was no need for ships. So he had never seen a ship before. And yet he could see the unseeable. He could think the unthinkable. He could access the invisible. Look, faith is an app in your spirit that can give you visions of the impossible. As I'm speaking right now, anybody who is receiving what I'm saying, you see that pictures should be flashing in your spirit. Pictures, pictures of, of, of realities that you can become somebody great, even though there's nobody great in your family. You can become somebody substantial in just a year from today. You can see an evidence of transformation in your life that when people look into your life, they'll say that, ah, how did it happen? Faith. 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 The man had never seen rain before. Yes, he believed. Did it happen or not? It was the family saved or not? Why? He believed. Faith. Faith. He had not seen, and yet he believed. I don't know what it is that you are expecting or you are hoping for. He was able to produce a wonder by faith. Look at our father Abraham. Hebrews 11 verse 8 to 10. The Bible said, by faith, Abraham, when he was called, called to go into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, he obeyed and he went out, not knowing where he went. But by faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city, who each have foundation, whose builder and maker was God. God appeared to Abraham and said, I'll go. No direction. Should I go to the east? Nothing. To the west? Nothing. To the north? Nothing. To the south? Nothing. You see, when you are functioning by faith, sometimes it's as though you don't know where you are going. It looks as though you don't know where you are going. Because you are functioning by something that other people will say may be foolish. But you know you have received a code in your spirit. Something has been downloaded into your heart. And you know that God is saying that, go and start this business. Nobody has started a business in your house family before and succeeded. But God can be speaking to you today. Nobody has been able to build a house and finish in your family. But God can be speaking to you today. He did not know the direction. He just said, go, and he went. Whether to the north or to the south, he had no idea. But faith gave him a direction. Faith gave him a direction. He stepped out by faith. Listen, most of the time, when our first step may look like it's a foolish step. But if you have a conviction in your spirit, take that step of faith. Take that step of faith. That is what is going to give you the victory. Look, the devil cannot fight that kind of life. He himself doesn't know where you are going. The mystery of it. At the end of the day, the Bible says the man started living in tents. Why? Because what he was seeing was not what he was. He was looking for a city. The man was not just looking for a land. He was looking for a city. He was not just looking for a land. God told him that this place will be yours. His faith saw beyond just a land. He saw a city. Whose builder and maker was God. And so because of that, the man didn't even waste his time building houses. The Bible says he was staying in tents, traveling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, who were also heirs of that same promise. When Israel came out of Egypt and they entered the land of Canaan, what did they enter into? They didn't enter into cities. They didn't enter into lands. They entered into a place that had already been built. The cities that their father Abraham saw, he saw the manifestation of it. The man left his house having no land, having no direction. All he had was his feet. 
All he had was his feet. He bought a great future for his children just by believing. He bought a great future for his descendants just by his feet. Brothers and sisters, there is resource in the realm of the spirits that your faith can access. If you can see it by faith, you can achieve it. You can access it. Tonight, that is all that the Lord sent me to come and announce to you. Faith is able to think the unthinkable. It's able to receive the incredible. It's able to make the impossible possible. God is about to open a certain door for somebody. As a God is about to open a certain door for somebody. Nothing shall be impossible with you. As a nothing shall be impossible to you. A few years ago, we were called to pray for a certain lady. And the devil was seriously tormenting her. Couple with that, she had just given birth freshly. So the baby was just a few days old. And I think something had happened and the baby had fallen down. When we got there, they said that the baby had been that way for a number of hours, about two or three hours, was not moving, was not breathing, was not shaking, was not crying, nothing. He had spanked the baby so many times, and the baby was not crying, the baby was not moving, and they were afraid that the baby had died. And I said, give me the baby. I said, give me the baby. Answer. <laughs> I did almost, I'm watching on three, four hours. I call a new movie. The baby has been, they've been beating, smanking the baby, and the baby was not moving. Something just came up for me. I said, you see, I was seeing the invisible. What they could not see, I was beginning to see. You see, the faith after I started working, I held the child in my hands, and then I just, less than two minutes, I just spoke over the life of the child. As soon as I put the child in my hands, I looked up to heaven. All of a sudden, the baby started moving. In two minutes, the baby started crying. The baby who was not crying was not moving. I started moving and started crying. I gave back the baby back to the grandmother. What's that? Wonders of faith. Wonders of faith. The Lord, I didn't see any vision. Nothing. I, I didn't have any moving. Any. There was no flashes or tic tac whatever in my in my. The thing can be. No 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 no. It was just faith. 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 The other day, we were about to start our children's service, and I received information that a certain lady was just almost dying. Was almost dying. Like the case of Jairus' daughter. He said, Ah, oh, Master, when I was leaving the house, my daughter was just about dying. The Bible said, Jesus said, Ah, if you can believe. When we were going back, they told the man that, Hey, leave the master alone. Your daughter is dead. Your daughter is dead. Jesus said that, fear not. Just believe. Fear not. Just believe. By the, by the end of the day, the daughter of that man came back to life. How did that daughter come back to life? By faith. It's the same thing that happened to this young lady. As I was there, wondering what to do, I called them at the hospital. They said that the girl was no mobile, was not doing anything. Was, the, 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 and nothing was even being done. And the Lord ministered to me. I took a, a face towel and then I poured oil in it and I prayed over it. And I called two of our gallant men of God, Pastor Wisdom and then uh, Osofu Efriye. My God, my God. And they went in the sporadicity of the moment. Glory to Jesus Christ. They moved with the haste. 
to the Kanishi Polyclinic. When they went, the girl was dead, immobile, was not breathing. The mother was in one corner crying because the mother could only see the visible. But faith sees the invisible. The mother saw a dead child. We saw a miracle about to happen. We saw a testimony about to be unveiled. When they went there, no nurse was bold enough to come close to the body. No medical doctor that had been trained on all the years in medical school was bold enough to come to that body. Oh, but we had men of faith who had nothing but a face towel with some oil in there. They went with the wonders of faith. Not the Bible, there's testimony they came back. <laughs> amen and amen. They are writing Bible in the realm of the spirit. They went and they started shantelebeko sayapaya. I struck the dead body. All of a sudden the body started shaking. Today I saw that same girl. She was washing in the house. She was washing in the house. She came back to life. Who would have thought this was possible? Only faith can see these things. Listen, if you have faith, you can move mountains. Your faith can change situations. And I don't know, but as I'm ending, the Lord said I should announce to you, every Christian has faith. That means every Christian has access to the impossible. Tomorrow I'll tell you how you have faith and how you can use your faith. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The wonders of faith. With faith you can achieve anything. With faith, you can achieve anything. Today, it looks like you don't know where you are going. You are like Abraham. Today, we testify about Abraham. That's the same way they are going to testify about you. So that's the same way they are going to testify about you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, com, or call 0546 Three six three nine five seven. God bless you.